Okay. Good evening. I think I messed my calendar up a bit, um, <laughs> but we'll be fine. Please, if you're on that side, just come this way. And I'm just going to ask us a question, and then we'll take a, a discussion from there. But I trust God to be fast this evening. I just want to close the service. Hopefully, we'll close our service by 7.30, by the grace of God. If you are watching, on, watching us online and this is your first time, we thank you for coming today. This is the Grace Family of the Fountain of Life Church. And uh, welcome you in the name of Jesus. And greetings from our senior pastor, Pastor Taiwo Odukoya. My name is Tululokwege, the lead pastor of the Grace Family Church, alongside with my beautiful wife, Pastor Olufunke Ige. You are very important to us. We love you. We thank you for coming today. Can we clap our hands for our guest? Amen. Excuse me, please. Hallelujah. Sorry about that. Okay, so I want to take a teaching from Psalm 23, verse, verse 3. And I will read the Passion Translation. Let me read from verse 2 just to give it. Okay, let me read from verse 1 just to give it a, so that it's not taken out of that context. Just to give it a bit of flesh. So I'll just take verse 3, and then we'll talk about something very crucial or critical. Yahweh is my shepherd and friend. I always have more than enough. He offers a a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks takes me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. Verse 3. That is where it restores and revives my life. Uh, the New King James versions will say, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in great pasture. He leads me beside the still waters. He, he leads me beside the still waters. He leads me beside the still waters and he restores my soul. So you can put the two together. And that gives, um, uh, that becomes more meaningful. He leads me beside the still waters and there, he restores my soul. So, from that verse, it's clear that God is interested in our soul, our mind, the well-being of our mind. God is not just willing to heal our body, but is also particular about our soul. And I have said to Ross many times that uh, our soul is 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 a is a is a, is divinely created for God Himself to occupy, and nothing else. And so, uh, when... Okay, let me ask us this question. What makes you feel unhappy? You know, your soul is where you think. Your, yeah, it's like uh, where, where you have... Where you make a lot of decisions. Your mind, right? 
Sometimes you say, are you out of your mind? Oh. I really don't think it's something that is... I'm not sure there is a part of the body that in anatomy that they call the mind. Because it's not tangible. Uh, what I mean by that, what I mean that it's not tangible, it's not something that you can hold, but it exists, right? No matter how good a psychologist is, they cannot really tell exactly what is going on in your mind. Because it's not something that you can just project on a board. Okay. So, So when your heart is broken, where do you feel it? And you see, the art we're talking about, it's not just uh, where, your bo- where the blood pumps in your body. Hmm? When that heart is broken, it's not that organ that is feeling the pain. It's, some, it's, it's somewhere in... in in our, as, as part of our being that we cannot see. Okay. And so you agree that from the passage we read that God is interested in, in the restoration of our soul, our well-being. And so, can you give me an example of the things that, that, uh, that makes us feel sad? Example. Come again. Lack of fulfillment, right? That's when you when you strive hard to get something and you can't get it. Failures. Yeah. Come again. Wrong decisions, right? Betrayal. When you are betrayed, you feel, you, feel, you, feel, you feel sad right in a place that you cannot see. And the truth is, it affects our being. It affects our, our attitude towards life. Disappointments. You are trusted to get something somewhere. You're just disappointed. Betrayed by a friend, betrayed by your parent, betrayed by your husband, betrayed by your wife, betrayed by your friend, betrayed by your siblings. You have failed by someone dead to you, lost of someone. When you lose a dear one, your heart is broken. You feel it right in your soul. When economy is bad, it gets to us. And sometimes the number of us, we are seated here, we're just thinking, what's the future for me? You look at all the indices. Have I tried many things in my life that I didn't get a result? Oh, many, many, many things. Have I been betrayed before? Oh, certainly yes. Have I failed before? Oh, many times. 
But it gladdens my heart to know that God is in, God is not in God is not only interested in healing my physical body, he's also interested in healing my soul friends. Irrespective of what you've gone through in life, God is interested in healing your soul. He wants your soul to be healthy. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He restores my soul. When bitterness is not addressed, it damages our soul. It makes us feel, feel bad. Unforgiveness leads to bitterness if it's not addressed. And so these are things that could affect the health, the, the, the well-being of our soul. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 13 tells us that a, a happy face means a glad heart. A sad face means a broken heart. Have you tried to relate with people before? They just, maybe at work in the morning, they are just unhappy. They, their face is just sad. They are just cranky and touchy. And you wonder what's the problem is you try to relate with them, they're not relating with you. Maybe after a while, when they've come back to their sense, they'll tell you it's not about you. I'm sorry, it's not just about you. I'm just going through some stuff, right? Have you had that experience before? Have you? When somebody just transfer an aggression to you for the things that you have not done, if you have had the experience, raise your hand up now. Have you done that before too? Eh? If you have done that before, let me see your hand up. God have mercy. <laughs> yeah. Moment of truth. So you're not alone. I, I, almost all of us, yeah, we, 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 we had our hands raised up. Okay. Wow. What are the things that we must do to ensure that our soul is healthy. But before I begin to say that, I need you to understand that Jesus had already finished the work for us. And gladly we do not have a God who does not understand exactly how you feel living right in your soul. The Bible says we do not have an high priest that is not touched by the feeling of our infirmities. So if the death of a, of a loved one breaks your heart, I need you to know that God, Jesus can feel that pain with you. And I will quickly bring to your attention uh, the woman with the issue of blood. No, the woman by the well. Jesus said to her, I know you are thirsty. I know there is 
something there is a, there is there is there is there is something about you that you need to that you that you want changed i know your predicaments i also will remind you of while jesus was feeding the 5000 he said to them haven't taught them he looked at them with compassion and he said these people must be hungry so we have a god who understands how we feel okay that said we can take these few steps number one meditate and reflect on god's goodness to you in the past now you 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 cannot you can it seems not to find uh, a way forward it looks as if things are just not moving it looks as if oh there is no testimony that is coming your way when you focus on all those things you might want to be sad because you don't know when the next miracle will happen but the truth is every day is a miracle but when you focus on the goodness of God towards you in the past, how he has saved you. Now, David was going to kill Goliath. And it looks as if the mountain was huge and insurmountable, not to him, but to his brothers and to the rest of the Israeli, the Hamis. And what did he do? He began to recount how God had helped him in the wilderness. He said, God helped me to kill a bear. He also helped me to kill a lion. And this one also, I am going to kill. Okay? So when we reflect on God's goodness, let me, let me tell you a quick way to do that. Just look at your pictures 10 years ago. You will, believe, you will sincerely agree that God has been good to you. And so recently somebody posted a, a video 10 years, 11 years ago. We were dancing in the family house, the family house I was still serving. And I looked at myself and other folks. All right. And I just turned around to look at the mirror. And I looked at the condition that I was at that time. The hopelessness, the pain. All right. And I just said, God, here I am. Even at that time, it looks as if things were blurry. I, I didn't know what the next phase of life would be for me. But you showed up for me. I said, if God showed up for me when I was hopeless, he was going to show up again. Okay. Psalm 145 verse, 143 verse 5 says, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all you have done. I reflect on the work of your hands. Okay? So reflect on God's goodness to you in the past. and Meditate on it. Number two, have an honest conversation through prayer with God. Psalm 143 verse 5, be... Answer me quickly, Lord. My spirit fails. Don't hide your face from me or I will 
be like those going down to the pit. You see, most of the time, rather than us having a conversation, an honest conversation with God, we always look for friends, uh, acquaintances, family members to share our moments with, thinking that they will be able to comfort or provide solution to us. But most of the time, we end up being betrayed or disappointed. So if there is anyone that you should have a conversation really with, an honest conversation of, of how you feel exactly, it's your Father in heaven. Okay? His ears are not blocked. He wants to hear you at all times. Trust Jesus to experience his love. Friends, there is no one else that can love you more than Jesus. No one. No one. There is no one else. No one else that can love you more than Jesus. If you've been evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more? Your Father in heaven. I know there is no one that can love me more than God, more than Jesus. So I would trust him to experience that sincere love. The only place to find true love is in God. There is nowhere else. Okay. Psalm 143 verse 8. Let me experience your faithful love in the morning. For I trust in you. The fourth point. Pursue his will. Pursue his will. Psalm 143 verse 10 says, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me on level ground. When we pursue his will, God is pleased with us. And the Bible says when a man's way pleases the Lord, even he makes his enemies to be at peace with him. Pursue God's will. What is God telling you to do? What is he laying on your heart to do? Pursue his will. Even in your decision, pursue his will. Your decision to marry, to take a job, to change your location, pursue his will. Number five, seek counsel and professional help when it is necessary. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 11 says, Without guidance, people fall, but with many counselors, there is deliverance. Maybe some of us, we need to see a counselor. Please do so. If you need to talk to a professional counselor on any issue, maybe you've been assaulted, you've been abused, you've been raped, whatever it is that is breaking your heart, and you need, you've tried on your own, you can't find a way forward, and you need a professional help, please talk to the pastors, and we'll be more than willing to direct you to a Christian counselor that will lead you through those experiences to a place where you find peace, you find joy, and you can move forward in life. There are various counselors out there who messes people's life up the more. But there are also people who through 
training and with the fear of God can teach people and counsel people through their tough experiences. Amen. I believe you have been blessed this evening. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Or do I need to recap? Do you want me to recap? Eh? I said, trust God to experience His love. Talk to a professional counselor if you will need to. Meditate and reflect on God's goodness to you in the past. The f- have an honest conversation with your father through prayer. The fifth one. Huh? Let's go it over it. Let's go over it again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pursue his will and seek a professional counselor if you need to. And let me remind you again that you do not have an high priest who is not touched by the feelings of your infirmities. He knows your pain. He wants to heal you. He wants to restore your soul. He wants you to be healthy, even right in your soul because your soul uh, needs to be fine for other things around you to be fine. Let's rise as we pray.